Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. If you've been wanting to master the art of manifesting money and cultivate a lighter, more enjoyable, more feminine, and dare I say, pleasurable approach to creating more money in your life, look no further because Sovereign Money is about to relaunch in just a couple of days. In fact, it opens up on Monday, May 20th, which is literally just around the corner. And this launch, I am doing something that I've never done before for everyone who gets on the wait list. I am giving you $100 off of your enrollment into Sovereign Money, and I'm opening the doors one day early with that $100 off special. This is only available to those who get on the wait list before Sunday the 19th, and it will expire once we launch to the public on May 20th. Don't wait. You can get on the wait list right now by going to manifestationbabe.com slash SM. That's S as in sovereign, M as in money. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash SM for that $100 off of your enrollment into sovereign money. Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome back to another episode of the Manifestation Bay podcast. I'm so excited to dive into this topic because this is a topic I am incredibly passionate about. I love talking about all the incredible things that we accomplish when we stop demonizing money and we stop wealth shaming. In fact, this is a topic that I'm so passionate about that I have created an entire program around this. If you're not familiar with the Rich Babe Academy, it is all about helping light workers reframe what money means to them so that they can attract more money and do the work that they are meant to be doing on this planet so that they don't have to worry about money anymore so that they can actually focus on their mission and their purpose. And I wanted to put this into podcast form because I wanted to shine some light on a topic that has been talked about a lot and has been going around a lot and is very prevalent in our society. And I thought I would offer another perspective and another way of looking at money and another way of looking at wealth and especially another way of looking at billionaires, for example or millionaires or whatever it is that you define as like someone who has a lot of wealth. So before we dive into that, I just want to give some context of what I mean specifically about demonizing money. What does that mean? And what does wealth shaming mean? So very simply, demonizing money, when I say that, what I mean is just the simple act of declaring money 
to be evil or making it out to be evil. This can come as a thought. This can come as a belief. This can come and manifest into actions where we literally repel money from us because we believe it's so evil. And we believe that people who have money are evil. And so we don't want to associate ourselves with people who have money. And that turns into something called wealth shaming, which is shaming those people who have money and making them out to be the evil players that are responsible for all of the world's problems. And as I mentioned, in I don't even know what order my podcasts are coming out anymore because I recorded so many of them in the last couple of weeks, but I did record one on just like the shame game that we've been playing, right? And this really falls into that where we have been playing the shame game of trying to figure out who can we blame for all the world's problems instead of all taking responsibility and all taking personal responsibility and all focusing first and foremost on our individual realities before we start fixing other people's realities, right? Or attempting to fix other people's realities, This is in line with that topic. And so I just want to expand on it and make it more specific to money, money and wealth, which are all these things that we want to attract more of, right? On a conscious level, we all want more money. We all want more wealth. We want our needs to be taken care of. We don't want to worry about bills anymore. But at the same time, we hold this belief We are so afraid of attracting money because we think that if we have more money, other people are going to shame us for it, right? And we don't want to be ostracized. And so therefore, we have become so good at repelling it because we don't want to be associated with something evil. And we also don't want to be ostracized. So why do we do this? Okay, I want to talk a little bit about like the root cause of why we do this because I went on the internet (laughs) the other day preparing for this podcast and I just decided to read some forums (laughs) and some threads, which are always fascinating. And it was talking about why people resent rich people. You know, why do people who have no money resent those who have money? And I was just like reading other people's opinions and just seeing what they had to say. And a lot of them just said it's jealousy, it's envy uh, for some. And for others, it's like it's because they're evil. They're such evil people and we have to combat the evil, right? Which I find so fascinating because I have been on both spectrums of having money. No, I'm not a billionaire. I'm not a hundred millionaire. I don't even, I haven't even made um, $10 million yet, right? But I have made in total since, you know, for my life, I guess, since I started um, my business, over $5 million. So I have learned how to manifest over $5 million into my life over the last really five, four or five years. But you can also look at it as across my lifetime, right? And just for context, I'm 27 years old because a lot of people always ask how old I am. And some of you guys think I'm older than I actually am. And some of you guys think I'm younger. So I'm 27 years old and I grew up in poverty. So when my family immigrated to the U.S., we literally had nothing, like absolutely nothing. We immigrated with, um, I think six, no, $900 for the five of us. That was supposed to last us until somehow we learn English. By we, I mean my parents and my grandparents learn English and get jobs and are able to make more money. So somehow this was supposed to last us, right? And I remember growing up as a kid and my mom, my parents really, but you know, my parents divorced when I was young. So I really remember spending a lot of time with my mom 
And watching her have to choose between paying for something related to me or paying for something related to the bills, right? Do I pay for her childcare because I'm going to school, I'm going to nursing school and someone has to take care of my child or am I going to pay for food today? And I remember not having very much and like looking at other kids and being like, hmm, why do they have all these toys and my mom won't buy me all these toys, right? And so I've seen both sides of the spectrum and I've heard a lot of stories. Um, I will admit that a lot of it comes from me hearing stories that put context into why I saw certain things as a kid. And then here I am, a 27-year-old multimillionaire, right? And so I have different perspectives. And I'm always fascinated with going into the root of where this comes from, because I know that I'm not a greedy person. I'm not an evil person. I have no intentions, no ill. I come with no ill intentions, right? I come with, I come in peace guys. And I just want to create a world in which we are all proud to be a part of. I want everyone to live up to their highest potential. I help people out when they can't help themselves. I teach people how to create the realities of their wildest dreams. And I give back to a lot of causes. And yeah, so like just looking at myself, I already know that I'm not part of the collective of this like collective belief that wealthy people are evil people, right? And I I have such a great relationship with money that I've been able to see another side of money where money is my best friend and money supports me. I, yesterday I hired a new, and I wouldn't even call her a coach. She actually showed up on our podcast uh, not too long ago. Again, I don't remember what order my podcasts are going to come out in now, but I interviewed um, a shaman, Mikosi, and I ended up hiring her one-on-one. And yesterday, I remember just saying, thank you, money. Like, thank you so much for making this a possibility for me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, money. I don't see money as evil, right? But some people still do. And so what is the root cause of this? Well, demonizing money and wealth shaming really comes uh, rooted. The root comes from the belief that we live in a zero sum world and that there isn't enough to go around, right? It's rooted in the belief that if one person has more then other people have less. And when others have less, only then you can have more. It's rooted in this belief that somewhere up high in the sky, which I've never seen this pie. I don't know if you've ever seen this pie, but for some reason, everybody believes in this pie in the sky that there's only so many slices to go around, right? And if you have more slices than someone else, then you are greedy and you essentially stole that slice from someone else, right? And there's this notion that people who have money, they stole from the poor, And I was reading this in these threads and I was just like, hmm, that's so fascinating, right? Like I've been able to help create wealth for other people. Um, I know I didn't steal money to get here. So it's just so fascinating, the different beliefs. But this is a belief and this this is the belief that lives in our collective conscious. And in order to change the collective conscious and in order to shift the scales where we can all have this beautiful relationship with money, And we can all understand that there's plenty to go around. There's so much to go around, right? Until we, in order for us to shift the collective conscious to all believe that together, we first have to do it on an individual level. And that's what I'm passionate about is with my Rich Babe Academy is to do this, is to help light workers manifest the money that they deserve. So, you know, going off of these questions and these beliefs um, or these beliefs, we have some questions to ask. Here are some questions to explore. 
is there actually a pie in the sky? And is there even a total amount of slices that one can have or money that one can have that we can all have? And who decides that? And where are those rules? Who created those rules? I'm always fascinated. We have all these rules, but like who created them? And do are they God? Like, do they have the right to do that? <laughs> and, you know, when people have more, do we automatically have less? Because I know in like entrepreneurship, for instance, in the personal development world, when we create a business around empowering people to create the lives of their wildest dreams, yes, they're purchasing a program from us to learn how to do it. And there's a, a currency exchange there. There's an energy exchange but then they're empowered with the exact same resources that they need to go out and create hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars for themselves doing what they love. So for instance, if you have a business in which you teach uh, business owners how to expand their businesses, not only are you growing your business by attracting more clients, but so are your clients. You're actually creating wealth within your business for other people. So is it true that you know, when someone pays you, you have more and they automatically have less. No, maybe financially for a brief moment, they are out, you know, a thousand or $2,000 or however much your service is. But then what they have in intellectual property and what they have within their consciousness is so much greater than that amount of money. The energy exchange is actually a little unbalanced, right? Because you're giving so much more than that $2,000. And then that person can go out and build a business of their wildest dreams and be able to attract even more money. Or like through Rich Babe Academy, when I, uh, you know, I obviously charge for my programs because it's an energy exchange that I deserve in exchange for the content that I put out and that I give out. My students are going out and manifesting tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars this wealth consciousness that they now have is intangible. It is something that is limitless and infinite. It teaches them how to tap into the infinite universe to create as much money as they can possibly want. So yeah, the, the investment was too grand, but if they get a hundred thousand overall out of it for the next year or two or whatever it is, I have so many examples, so I don't even want to pinpoint an example of what happens when you shift your wealth consciousness because I have so many examples, right? But does it mean that they now have less because I have more? No, I've seen the very opposite, right? And so who created that belief? Let's talk about that belief, right? And are those who have more responsible for why others have less? When we blame the billionaires and the millionaires for those who are in poverty, like, is that really true that all of a sudden those who have more are responsible for why others have less? And, you know, or is there much more to this than meets the eye? Is there much more than just what we're seeing here in the 3D physical tangible world? So I was inspired to make this podcast for two reasons. Number one, it's rich babe season in manifestation babe land, which means it's time to talk about money. I want to spend this month talking about the importance of healing our relationship with money, diving deep into rewiring the very way that we think and feel about money. 
And then I am opening up my Rich Babe Academy at the end of the month. So if this topic is something where you're like, damn, I really need help with this. I really, this is where I need to focus because this is what's preventing me from traveling the world, right? Which is kind of hard to do right now. I get it with COVID, but you know what I mean? Uh, Attracting more clients and customers into my business or getting that promotion at work or finding a job or whatever it is that you need more money to help you do whatever you need resources for, which is just about everything in life. You know, this is what Rich Babe Academy can help you. And I would love to have you be a part of that. Number two, there's a post going on right, going around right now, and maybe you have come across it. The only reason why I know of it is because I got tagged in it was talking about how billionaires are evil. Essentially, I'm just going to give you guys a summary, right? I didn't even go deep into it because I don't, I don't have to because I just, I have that perspective. I can go into that perspective because I grew up in that perspective, but I don't need to dive back into that perspective. I have a new, more empowering perspective, but there's a post that's going around. And if you haven't seen it, I'll just give you the summary. It's basically talking about how billionaires are evil. They're the scum of the earth and they should not exist. And if you are a billionaire, then you literally should not exist and how these people must donate all of their money. And they are the very reason why poverty exists and blah, 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 right? So because they exist here on earth, they created poverty for others. And here's what's up. And here's what I think of all of this, okay? Number one is in a world where money is limited because it isn't just energy, it isn't just a neutral resource, it isn't something that comes from source, right? A lot of people think money comes from other people. It does not come from other people. Energy comes from source, And if there really was a pie in the sky, like we found the pie in the sky, right? Where everyone could only have their fair share. And it was actually true that having more would take away from everyone else. Then absolutely, I agree then, right? Within that framework, of course, I agree that billionaires under that framework shouldn't exist. And they are then by that definition greedy and the reason why poverty exists. And they should donate all of their money to causes that would help redistribute wealth because they stole the money from the pie in the sky, right? And also, if money were inherently evil, if money actually did have a mind of its own and it set out to destroy the world, then absolutely rich people are evil. Get rid of them. Holy shit especially the billionaires, because why else would money be attracted to them? If money were evil, then evil would attract evil, right? So yeah, under this framework, oh my God, they have more money because they're evil, because money is evil. But I'm sure if you've been listening to my podcast for any length of time, maybe you're a former Rich Babe student, maybe you're in my Manifestation Babe Academy, maybe you've done one of my free challenges, or you've been following me on Instagram for some time, you know that money doesn't work that way. First of all, money doesn't have a mind of its own. I've never seen my dollar bills climb out of my wallet or my credit card for that matter because I don't carry very much cash and I told you guys why. It's because I can't help but give it away. Um, Every time I see someone who's struggling on the street, I just have to give them money. It's just ingrained in me, which goes to show you, am I an evil person? Hmm. Um, So you know, my credit cards, I never see them jumping out of my wallet running down the street and committing their own acts of evil. I've never seen that. Money doesn't have a mind of its own, right? That's like saying the kitchen knife 
was responsible for the murder of a person. If someone got murdered and the kitchen knife was a tool, the kitchen knife, we should blame the kitchen knife. Or we should blame the kitchen knife for, you know, the kitchen knife deserves all the credit for the beautiful dinner that you just spent six hours cooking. It's not you who deserves the the credit for the beautiful dinner that you prepared for your family over the weekend. No, 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 no. It's the knife. The kitchen knife deserves all the credit. Or it's the surgical knife, not the surgeon, the surgical knife that is the one that saved the child's life in the emergency room last night when their appendix was about to burst. No credit to the surgeon. Mm-mm. It's the knife that did it, right? But was it the knife, guys, aka the tool? Or was it the person behind the tool? Was it the, the chef behind the tool? Was it the murderer behind the tool? Was the surgeon behind the tool? Was it, or was it the uh, person and was it the intention with which the tool was used, right? Because the intention of saving a life versus cooking a dinner versus killing someone, completely different. Now, absolutely, there are greedy people. Absolutely, guys, I will admit to it. There are greedy people. There are rich people out there who do have the worst intentions. I'm not putting blanket statements anywhere, okay? Some billionaires do not mean well for others in society. Very true. And oftentimes money is not always used in the highest, most high vibe way, right? I'm not going to deny that for even one second, nor am I oblivious to that. But is money itself, just the money itself, that energetic currency itself, that's evil and should be demonized? Or is it the way that money is used? And this is why this is so toxic, especially to really good, heart-centered, compassionate, caring, and loving people in this world who would do the most incredible things with money if they had more money. Demonizing money and wealth shaming is incredibly toxic because then, right, here are the incredible things that light workers or heart-centered people with a heart and compassion and care and love for other people, animals, humanity, environment, the world. This is what they would do if they had more money. Things like giving to causes that they care about, right? Like save the environment, protect the wildlife, give back to the indigenous, saving kids from being trafficked, feeding those who can't feed themselves, rehabilitating veterans with PTSD. I mean, I don't have to give you the list because I'm sure your list is endless. My list is endless of how many people I want to help, right? But if you demonize money and wealth shame, then you prevent light workers from using this tool in the way that they would use it because they don't want any association with it if it's considered evil. Because evil people... Don't, I mean, good people don't do evil things, right? There's no association there. Good people do good things. Evil people do evil things, right? And I'm giving a label when I can get even more esoteric and philosophical with this of like who determines what's good and who determines what's evil, right? According to the universe, it just is. And it's us humans that put meaning and labels attached to very neutral things, but we're not going to get into that. So let's just keep going with this narrative of good versus evil. Um, you know, creating opportunities for other people. For instance, my team alone has, you know, me building my team alone has given over 10 people opportunities 
to work a job that they love and get paid well for it and enjoy full benefits, qualify for 401ks, work on their own time and be part of a mission that's changing the world. And do I ever, 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 because of this, feel guilty for my business generating more money? No, not at all. Money also allows you to take great care of yourself. How many great people out there are burnt out and unable to fulfill their life purpose and their mission because they're suffering from something I call empty cup syndrome. You know, when we ignore our own needs and keep our cup empty and then try to give back to others from an empty cup, we can't do it. It doesn't work. We're exhausted. That's when we get resentful. Something like money, again, a neutral tool, lets us go to the spa, for instance, take a day off, you know, get your nails done, invest in organic food, get a vitamin IV, go on a retreat, take a well-deserved vacation, all these awesome things so that we can come back refreshed and be our best self, which really is the version of the of you that the world needs. Um, other things like creating generational wealth for your family and generations to come. And, and then over all of that, just really making money a thing that you just do not worry about. You don't worry about it so that you can actually focus your, on your purpose and your mission in your life, whatever that purpose or mission is. Lightworkers can do so many incredible things with money. And all of you listening to this podcast, by the way, are a lightworker. I know I don't attract evil people to listen to my podcast. So if you're listening to this podcast, take that as confirmation that you are a heart-centered, compassionate person who would do incredible things for this world. And we can do so many incredible things with money, but yet we have created this energetic blockage. Why do you see so many light workers undercharging? Why do you see healers undercharging? Why do you see shamans undercharging? Why do you see coaches undercharging? We created an energetic blockage for these people like us because of the box that we as a society, as a collective, have put money into. We put money into this box. We give this stereotype to money that if you pursue money, then you're a greedy, selfish person. We give labels to rich people. So of course, we don't want to amass wealth because we don't want to be associated with those labels. And the shaming that we do of those who have money to the point where people don't want to be associated with money at all, you know, and then they spend their time having to constantly keep thinking about money in a resentful way anyway, because they're constantly thinking about how they never have enough and now they're struggling to pay their bills. So money is still on their mind, right? If we want to go even deeper into this, let me tell you, when you have plenty of money, you hardly ever think about money. Let me tell you, when the abundance is flowing, you are focused on everything else but money because you have enough money so you don't have to worry about it. But when you don't have enough money, what are you constantly focusing on? Money. So if that label of like those, you know, rich people are constantly focusing on money, so they're selfish, right? They give that definition that if you're constantly focused on money, you're selfish. And they say that rich people constantly focus on money, which they don't. And it's people who don't have money that are constantly focused on money. So who's actually selfish? right? Isn't it weird? Like when you really break these down, it gets so wild. You're like, seriously, why am I dedicating my whole life to this flawed belief system? So under these labels and associations, if you're a good heart-centered person, why the fuck would you want to be associated with money? Right? And if you actually are, and here's the kicker over here, here is the kicker that no one thinks about. If you actually are a greedy, evil, ill-intentioned person, of course you want more money. 
under those labels, under that stereotype, you don't mind being associated with it because that is your identity. And so the energetic frequency is matched based on the labels we have given it. So if we keep labeling money and demonizing money, then only the greedy, evil, ill-intentioned people are going to want it. And so they're going to be the ones attracting it. And the people who would do so many incredible things like give to causes we care about and create opportunities for people and take care of ourselves and help take care of other people, right? And support missions and other people's purposes. We're not going to attract it because we're now not on that energetic frequency based off of those labels. And every time I post something online about money, and I struggled with this for the longest time. I actually wanted to like get rid of money mindset because I just got tired of this until I realized this is my own work to do and I should just get over it because people need this work. Every time I post about this online, like anything positive around how to reframe a relationship with money, there's always one person guaranteed every time, one person at least at the minimum who will leave a comment or a DM or something that says, money isn't everything. Why are you so self-centered, constantly talking about money, 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 money? You're all about money now, Catherine. You've really changed. All you talk about is money. (laughs) And yet these people are definitely strangers. They don't know me. I've never had a friend actually say this to me. It's always been some random person. They, They don't even know for a second how I actually use this tool in my life because that's all it is. It's an energetic tool. And the reason why they call it currency is because it's just energy. It's a current of energy, currency. They don't know that I put resources back into my business first and foremost, so that I can keep creating more free content like this podcast. By the way, you guys, I got to pay editors for this. You know that, right? I got to pay someone to create the show notes, to edit the podcast, to upload it. I'm not the one doing it. Because I have, I want to spend my time talking to the podcast. I don't want to spend all my time editing the podcast. So I choose to pay someone for that. And I don't charge a freaking penny for you guys to get this content. Or like how I pay my team and the fact that all of my business revenue is not 100% translated into my own personal income. Or how I've personally donated multiple six figures now to organizations that, for instance, some combat homelessness, some help with human trafficking. Now, um, organizations that we support are for the BBI POC communities and all the inequities associated with that. And obviously, that money that I give away doesn't go in my pocket either. But overall, do I even need to explain this? You know, I don't explain it. I don't bother explaining it anymore. But sometimes, you know, I let people talk, but sometimes in my own mind, I'm explaining it to myself for wanting more money. And it's because of the way we have demonized it so much that I have to consistently find myself doing the work, doing the work to normalize it, normalize my wealth and remind myself that it's just energy and money just is. And I get to use it however I want. And it's also no one's business how much money I have, what I do with it, or the fact that I even want it in the first place. This is my own work to do. And I keep doing this work. And this is why I offer the Rich Babe Academy is because I also, guys, regularly refresh this within myself. I live the Rich Babe Academy and I still have work to do because every single level, new things are going to come up. And so I keep going back to the system, the system that I created to help me rewire my beliefs in the first place. New beliefs pop up, great. I have a system to work through them, right? So what do we actually... 
this is this is the 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 last point that I want to make. This is the summary of this whole podcast. What do we actually accomplish when we demonize money? What we accomplish when we demonize money is we put it in the hands of people who have ill intentions. And what do we accomplish when we stop demonizing money and normalize it for all people? All people get to have as much as they want. Well, more heart-centered souls will realize that there is no pie in the sky. There is no limit to how much someone can have. And we don't live in a zero-sum world. We can all be billionaires if that's our true desire. And knowing now that us having more doesn't take away from someone else. And it's especially, especially okay to just have more, whatever your definition of more is. And please, guys, please have more so that you can do more and give more and experience more. Please, 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 please take a pledge as a fellow light worker right now to learn the ins and outs of attracting more money into your life. We need you to have more money. Yes, you listening right now. The world needs you to have more money. So please stop blocking it because others are telling you it's a bad thing to have it. Okay? Please and thank you. So more on money, obviously coming to the podcast all month. I wanted to start here because it doesn't matter what tips I give you. You know, it doesn't matter what any practical tips I give you until you realize this keystone principle of how money is just money and it doesn't have any meaning or power until you give it a meaning or power of your own choice. If this episode resonated with you, I would so appreciate it if you could share it. I would so appreciate any tags if this inspired you or you had some breakthroughs come through or takeaways or went, whoa, oh my God, I never thought about it this way. Take a screenshot of this episode and um, upload it to your story. Tag me at Manifestation Babe and just share that takeaway with me. I would so, so appreciate that. Also, your guys' reviews are the best. They make my day. Holy crap. You guys are amazing. And this is how this podcast has been able to reach so many people is because of your reviews. As a thank you, I am, as always, giving away a free hypnosis, a free manifestation hypnosis to help you rewire your mind so that you can attract more amazing things into your life. Just on autopilot while you sleep, basically. Um, You can get that hypnosis by taking a light, writing a review, taking a screenshot of it before you submit it. Because once you submit it, it goes through this like whole process and it gets lost somewhere in iTunes for a couple of days. So take a screenshot of it uh, and then submit it and then send it to hello at manifestationbabe.com and we will send you the hypnosis in exchange. All right, you guys, I'm so looking forward to Rich Babe season. It's my favorite month of the freaking year. I love you guys so much and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at Manifestation Babe or visiting my website at manifestationbabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.